0: to a brand new episode of The Sarah Frazier Show. Oh my God. It was my birthday weekend. I have a surprise birthday for party Um, details for you, including a housewife who I saw there. Yes, that's pretty amazing. Um, An ER update. Oh my God. KJ fell off the bed on my birthday weekend, and of course, the Super Bowl. Let's get into it all. You guys, um, I cannot wait to next week, next Tuesday on the show, I have a big announcement about the podcast that I am so excited and is truly all because of you guys. So I'm gonna be announcing that. But also, yesterday on the show, Tasha Kay, the YouTuber, was on. If you haven't listened, it's her first interview since her Cardi B trial. If you guys aren't following uh, Tasha, you should, she's incredible. She is been a long time YouTuber. I'm talking like, I think 10 years, but six years she talks about on the show that she's really been like a legit journalist, kind of a, a new media journalist in finding out and getting credible stories from everyone from Wendy Williams, Nene Leakes. I mean, oh my God, famous singers So she was just in a long time court case with Cardi B in regards to some material that she put out there alleging that Cardi B uh, was a prostitute and had an STI. So she ends up losing that case and she was on yesterday's episode to talk about it. Now, I say losing, that was the first ruling, but Tasha made some big, you know, revelations. She kind of talked more about the trial than I'd ever heard her really say, and that it's far from over. We also talk about some celebrities. She's got some big celebrity scoop on a nineties band, boy band group that we all loved I feel like I danced every like prom and snowball dance to their music. She's going to be revealing that. So if you missed that episode that was yesterday on the Sarah Fraser show and then tomorrow, TLC Stars Darcy and Stacy are back. They're on the show. They are on season 3 of Darcy and Stacy. They are reality television gold those two motherfuckers. They're so good. And they're on the show tomorrow talking about their relationships, fertility, and how much money combined they have spent on plastic surgery? It you'll mind will be blown. So that's tomorrow. And then of course a week from today, I'll have my announcement about the podcast. So we'll get into some personal things. Also, other pop culture news. Are you watching? You know I love a good documentary. You know I love it. acts Secrets of Playboy on A E. Of course, Schman says to me, Do we really need? I think it's it is a multi-part series, something like 10. 13 episodes Schmans like do we really need 13 episodes to know that hugh hefner's a dick but i'll talk to you about hugh hefner's former wife and playboy bunny crystal hefner what she has to say and what she is up to also um thousand pound sisters i have an update for you tlc fans that are addicted to that show like i am and it's a hot take all right everything doesn't need to be a meme yeah we'll talk about that. So it was my big birthday celebration over the weekend. We've just kind of moved here to LA. We're still apartment hunting. Oy vey. Um, so I did not expect that we were going to do anything for my birthday. And on Friday, you know, Schman had said, all right, I have birthday plans for you um, at dinner. We got to be ready at 430. I was like, okay. So, you know, thinking Schman, KJ and I are going to go to dinner. And it had been an insane day. Like KJ cried the entire day. And let me tell you, trying to be a working mom, I have so much empathy. I know why every mama left the workforce during the pandemic. It's insane without childcare or unless that's like, just like what you do is a stay at home mom. It is so rough. So it had been a day. Shaman goes, all right, we're going to go, we're going to go to dinner. So I'm like, okay. And I was actually craving a big steak. I said to Shaman, because in the past, you know, he has taken me to a a vegan restaurant on my fucking birthday. No, I'm not the vegan in the relationship. He is. So you tell me what birthday gift that was for. All right. Then if you recall last year... Oh my God, I sound like such an ungrateful bitch. You know, he bought me this watch at Costco that I absolutely despised and returned. He spent, I mean, I don't even know how you do this. I think he spent $750 on a watch at Costco. And and I know what you're saying. Well, Sarah, it could be Gucci. It could be Prada. It wasn't. It was a no-namer. Like four people messaged me and they were like, oh, that's a really good watch. Where? I think in Switzerland it's popular. Well, guess what? We're thousands of miles away. You know, I wasn't interested in being popular in Switzerland where I know no one and haven't been. So anyway, I returned, like, the last couple of of gifts that he gave me. So I say all this to say I was not knowing what to expect on Friday night. And I was just like – and then, you know, he said that we weren't going to have steak. So I was like, all right, we're going to sushi. And he knows better than to take me to another vegan restaurant like he did in D.C., where literally – It was like a vegan sushi menu where they would just bring out various like radishes in different designs on rice. That was it. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Well, we walk into the restaurant and we kind of been like fighting all day on and off. So before we walk in, I'd almost said like, we need two tables for one and a half, meaning we could just, you know, share KJ like every course. And lo and behold, to my surprise, there is my brother-in-law and Andrea Lopez Comedy and her friend, Nikki, and Irene, my dear friend, Irene. And if you've listened to this podcast forever, you know, Irene was a longtime intern on this show. My new friend, Lauren, her man, Tim, and my brother-in-law. And it was just such a great night. KJ was in rare form. We had so much delicious sushi. Katsui was the place in Brentwood, Los Angeles. It's a scene, y'all definitely go. I said to Schman, how did you know about this place? And he said his new co-worker hooked him up, found, found the place or had been there before. It was young. It was hot. It was fabulous. We were definitely convinced they sat all the older people towards the end of the restaurant. We were somewhere in the middle. So I'm not sure what that says. Um, either we were too large a party or we were like mediocre hot one way or the other. I was good with the placement. So it was delicious. When you're in Los Angeles, Katsui in Brentwood is worth it on a Friday night. So I'm walking out and who walks in? Real house, former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Camille Grammer. Okay. I I am trying to like get the, the stroller set up, right? And I'm like, I have to speak to Camille. I have to speak to her. She was with her husband, I guess. And, and I think she's married. She got remarried. You know, obviously she was with... Um, Kelsey Grammer for years, and that's how she landed on the show. Remember, and like he cheated on her, left her, um, awful right situation. So she is remarried. Her husband was super handsome, and can I just tell you, these cameras. David Meyer is his name. She they got married in 2018. David is a cutie. I don't know what David does. I don't know anything about David Meyer. But you know what? Go on, David Meyer. Go on, David Meyer. She looked flawless in real life. Flawless. Young, flawless, perfect skin. I could not believe, I was just like, oh my God, the cameras don't even do them justice. So she was there. I, it was amazing. Um... And anyway, okay, this is the honeymoon uh, may be over for David Meyer and Camille Grammer if a new website succeeds in its aim. Handsome uh, lawyer, Meyer, Mary Grammer, a real housewife of Beverly Hills star and Kelsey Grammer's ex last fall in Hawaii. That was in 2018, but their wedding bliss might be short-lived. Well, obviously it wasn't because they were together when I saw them. So it was such an awesome party. And then Super Bowl Sunday, of course, happened. I'd love to know your thoughts on the Super Bowl. I mean... It was great. I mean, it was good. I didn't have any complaints. I thought it was all legends. Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem was great. You know, I wanted Eminem to do a little more of his catalog. I'll say this. I thought it was way too short. I thought it was way too short. I wanted more. Wanted more. All their songs. I I, I just, I wanted more. More Mary J., the whole thing. Um, Kendrick Lamar came out, 50 cent came out, you know, oh my God. And everyone was losing their mind. You know, we were sitting there and 50 cent comes down upside down from the set looking like a bat. Now it's the camera angle. I can say this because I'm, I've seen celebrities now, Mercedes from Shaws of Sunset, Camille Grammar. The camera makes you look older and makes you look larger. These people in real life do not, they're not that big. They're very small. They're very tiny. I guarantee 50 cent is all a five, eight. And probably in very good shape. But when he dropped down from the ceiling, you know, he didn't look like 50 cent. He looked like a dollar bill. I tweet that out. Everyone loses their mind. They're like, how can you be pos- body positive, bitch? And then right back, Because I can. It, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't have many causes, okay? Like, I don't have many, uh, you know, I, I, I'm certainly not a woman of color. Like, I'm not a guy. I'm not LGBTQ+. Give me one thing, which was, you know, I'm a former fat girl. So can I have a little fun, please? You know, I mean, I'm unfollowing you. You're no longer body positive. I did it as a joke. I'm also a comedian. And 50 Cent is the biggest troll of all time. If you follow him or Google him online, he is trolling everybody. Oh my God. Coworkers that he works with, past musicians, women, kids. The guy is a savage troll of his exes of everyone. So I actually think 50 Cent probably appreciates that everyone was making fun of him. I think of all the people, he probably finds it entertaining. I saw somebody take a picture of him upside down and they were like, you will find me in the hut, meaning pizza hut. And I thought that was pretty clever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look, I wish when I was 200 pounds at 5'3", that I'd had more of a sense of humor and, you know, had more body positivity and had known that, hey, this too will pass. I'm going to work on my mental health. I'm I'm going to find mindful eating. And I wish I hadn't been so down about myself. So I hope you could take a joke about it. I thought it was kind of funny. And anyway, the Internet was having a laugh at 50 cents expense. Otherwise, you know, I'm a new L.A. resident. I I guess I wanted either team to win. Schman is from Detroit. So Matt Stafford, he tells me who is the quarterback for the Rams, got a bad deal when he was in Detroit. So a lot of people felt like this was the closest that Michiganders were going to get to winning a Super Bowl. So they were rooting for the Rams. It was a great game. Part of me also, I love an underdog, Cincinnati. You know, it was they hadn't been to the Super Bowl, I think, since 1988, 89. So it would have been really cool if they had won. But it was fun. We watched the whole game. And I'll tell you why. Living on the West Coast and having a Super Bowl game at start at 3.30 and conclude at like 7.30 is the most wonderful, glorious thing. I mean, I don't think I've, I can't even name the last time I have watched a Super Bowl. It was probably college, start to finish. But you know what? Thanks to this West Coast time, I watched the whole thing. So there you go. <laughs> I, I thought it was good. I, I did tweet out, I'm sorry, last year I was, I thought the halftime show with Shakira and J-Lo. I, I liked it better. I don't know. I thought it was, I didn't understand the set. I didn't understand the all white set. Did every, I mean, I knew it was supposed to be like kind of a, um, a strip mall set, an ode to Compton. Um, but I, why was it all white? I wasn't really certain about that. And, uh, and I wanted it to be longer. I just thought it was it was short. You didn't really see the dancers, although those guys were all such legends that I don't think you needed to see the dancers that much. Last year, you know, you had a lot of dancers with J-Lo, with Shakira. There was a lot of stuff. But, I mean, you know, for J-Lo to be 50 years old or 51 on that pole, just, like, tearing it down, I was just like, bitch. You, you just, like, have inspired women everywhere. So... I, sorry, but again, people were not happy with that. They were like, I disagree. It was the greatest halftime show of all time. All right. Well, maybe it was, maybe like, I've never fancied myself as a connoisseur of halftime shows. Um, I did like the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail is so savage. And I keep, I keep saying to myself, I'm going to delete their app because it's just such trash and they never do any fact checking. But I know that because I've been in the Daily Mail and they never even called me for a quote when they were trashing me. Um, But they had some headline, like the oldest Super Bowl and the richest Super Bowl um, halftime show ever, performers, with a net worth of over a billion dollars, which people were like, false. Dr. Dre with Beats by Dre is worth a billion dollars himself. So it was more like $2 billion and a combined age of 283 of all of them. (laughs) Isn't that a savage? Because I mean it's true. I mean, Snoop's gonna be headed to 60, right? I mean, how old is Snoop Dog? Let's head to the Googles, you know? And so it was it was so savage. But it was amazing. I mean, you do you think of them, they're all absolute legends. It says that Snoop is only 50 years old. All right, Mary J. Blige is like 53. How old is Dr. Dre? How old uh, is Dr. 56 all right okay so he's like eminem is 50 49 years old almost 50 it was great how ironic i love this got a new podcast for you to listen to yes i do it's the dr john delaney show Schman and i were actually playing a clip from dr john's podcast because he was doing the topic of You hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious U Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh, my! this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her fertility aid is well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now you're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's E-U-NATURAL on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code FRASER20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R, the numbers 2-0. The wait is over. That's right. Season 5 of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Let's thank a couple of our sponsors before we get into my rant that not not everything needs to be a a, a meme and also um you know more pop culture stuff that we have to talk about and our ER visit with KJ. So let's quickly thank our sponsor, BetterHelp. Guys, BetterHelp is amazing. You know, I'm an advocate of therapy. I have two therapists and acupuncturists and I see a shaman. Lord, Lord, it takes, I always say it takes a lot. It takes an army to keep this soldier on track. It really does. Um, BetterHelp has over 2 million uh, subscribers. The best part about BetterHelp is they are going to match you with a therapist within 48 hours. And if it doesn't work, no problem. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional therapy done securely online. And there's a broad broad range of expertise available, which may not be available to you locally. This service is also available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room with traditional therapy ever again. BetterHelp is spelled B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. It's committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. Don't believe me? Go and see their hundreds of five-star reviews at BetterHelp.com/reviews. Now you want to visit BetterHelp.com/tsfs for ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com/tsfs. Make your appointment today. Go to BetterHelp.com/tsfs. Also, I love working with local businesses. And just FYI, even though I have moved from the DC area, I work with local businesses in the DMV all the time, including Simone Pure Photography. Meet Amanda. Amanda is a dating photographer. If you don't know what that is, I had no idea either until I met Amanda. Amanda helps you get the best profile picture for yourself. Candid, just free spirit, captures your personality. Are you tired of asking all of your friends all the time? Hey, can you take some pictures of me for a dating website? Do you put pictures up and you're not getting the matches that you want? Your first impression photo says it all. So book Amanda. Amanda has three different price packages. She deals with everybody in person professional in it women that are in serious um, boss positions and she will take you out she doesn't pose you in front of murals she poses you natural you know just like fun if you don't drink that's cool too just like doing something out in about around the dmv and she will travel nationwide simonepurephotography.com and use code candid for 10 percent off your package all right one more personal story before we talk about thousand pound sisters crystal hefner and all the annoying memes that I'm so over. so um, you know we also I, I think we saw you guys saw this I put up the picture KJ fell off the bed. I'm just gonna say it wasn't on my watch because people want to know that well who was supposed to be watching him you know what that would be schman that'd be schman guys and you know you all defend him so much he's now been called a fashion icon on my IG in the DMs people are like schman's a fashion icon to who? To who? A a bald guy? You know, a bald soccer man? Like, get over it. People are like, I love Schman, more Schman. (sighs) You know, how many years have I been chipping away at this? Okay, how many years? (laughs) Screw all of you. Anyway, people really, really love Schmando. So, Shman was supposed to be watching him, and he was, and he was just going to change, like, okay, KJ had gotten up from a nap, Shman was going to change his diaper. He pops open the diaper, everybody's had this thats a parent, you know, poop surprise, right? You know, KJ has, like, shit all over his dick. So, Shman knows that he's got to change him. He goes to turn around to just get, like, a diaper, a couple of wipes, then he's going to put him on the floor. KJ does a beeline for the side of the bed, tumbles off the bed, hits his head, his forehead, his cheek it looks like there's going to be an egg. It immediately swells up. Oh my God. The crying, it was so any, I know I heard from so many of you, you guys were like, it's happened to me. Don't beat yourself up. And I heard all your stories. I I try to read them as many as possible. You know, people were like, oh my, you know, my child fell off this. So we were like, we got to go get him checked. We go to the ER here. You guys, the ER In Los Angeles is a scene. First of all, I'm sitting there. I swear to you that one of the people that were shot at Justin Bieber's Super Bowl party in Kodak Black's entourage comes out. He's with this little assistant in a Bentley. This guy, they wheel him out. He's like holding his side. He gets into the Bentley. The the assistant, she's trying to figure out how to get the seat up. This is all the meanwhile while we're trying to go in. And, of course, I'm completely distracted. Like, could you, you know, is it all right if, like, KJ just hangs out in the lobby? I just got to see this. She gets the top down. They they zoom off. No paparazzi. Then we walk into the um, the emergency room. All right, I'm not going to say what hospital because they made me sign a, a an agreement that I would not take any photos, any videos, and I think I did, not of Kodak Black's entourage, but of KJ. And I don't know if that's legal or not. We're sitting there. Then there's an armed guard with a guy that's handcuffed. What in the world? Sir, what did you possibly do last night? You know, he's also experiencing pain at his side. I don't know what was going on. He was seated in the bed right next to us in the emergency. So you have this armed guard ready to blow this guy away at any moment. KJ, who's like happy as can be, you know, happy-go-lucky. The doctor comes in. They're like, everything's going to be fine. You know, with children's head injuries, the best place that they can fall is a forehead. It's the toughest spot. And he fell maybe only like a foot, maybe two feet. Well, the threshold is it has to be higher than three feet. If it's higher than three feet, they have to do like a head scan. And if it's anywhere else on the head, aside from the forehead, because, you know, they obviously have soft spots on various parts of their heads. Um, and sometimes instead of, I guess, an egg, on the head is a good thing, which I didn't realize. Um, but if it indents, that's a major problem. So thankfully, knock on wood, he did not need any further scans. And on the way out, the woman was like, I need you to sign the release about no, no. And I'm like, excuse me, it seems like you're singling me out here. I mean, did you run a Google search on me? Like, why are you, you're all up in my shit about this? You guys, I swear to you, they get your insurance info and the next, before they even get the copay at Los Angeles hospitals, at bougie Beverly Hills, Los Angeles emergency rooms. They're like, we're going to need you to sign the no video, no photography release. Okay, fine. All right. So I think I just saw the Kodak Black guy like walk out and get into a Bentley. Fine. I didn't film him. Anyway, thank God everything went A-okay. So everybody is good. It was an eventful, that was yesterday, that was on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, Um, and then we were home, we watched the Super Bowl, all that. Let's talk a few pop culture stories that are trending. If you're not watching Secrets of Playboy, it is a multi-part series on A&E, almost as good as um, Pam and Tommy on Hulu, not quite. Um, It basically is... Just how predatory Playboy was and for years by the media, by everyone, Hugh Hefner was seen as this revolutionary, you know, sex liberator when in fact, it seems like he had his Playboy models, um, muling drugs, drugging them and having sex with them, forcing them to have threesomes, uh, uh, psychological damage, celebrities that were allowed to some degree to abuse these women and it was covered up. Well, now Crystal Hefner, who was married to Hefner uh, until his death at the age of 91, and she married him like in 2014 to 2017. That's a fairly long run. I mean, actually, I'm sorry, it was even before that, 2011. That's like a long run. She was married to him for like six years. They, uh, she is now seeking treatment. By, if you're on TikTok, you're gonna. Fo- I know you. You follow this guy. Okay, Crystal is being treated by TikTok doctor, Dr. Daniel Eamon, who's a brain specialist. She's had her breast implants removed. She nearly died after having a fat removal surgery. And she says because of all the trauma she suffered at Playboy, her brain needs to be rewired through diet and uh, Dr. Eamon's, I guess, plan or whatever that he does. Um, She hasn't gone into too many details yet about her experience at Playboy, but she is suffering from mental um, PTSD and trauma from that experience of being with Huff. From 2012 until 2017, that was a good five-year run. She's now dating again. She is seen with Ryan Malti, who was on MTV's Are You the One? And uh, apparently we may hear more from Crystal Hefner in regards now that the Playboy um, documentary is out. Thousand Pound Sisters most likely is coming back. If you were on my IG Live with my girl, Leah Henry, um, who is a local radio DJ, and she has Leah's Lemonade, very popular YouTube show. Dr. Smith from Thousand Pound Sisters was on, and he says he has all indications that we are on for a season 4 Woohoo! Yes! Yes! Thank you. Thank you. I'm obsessed. I love Thousand Pound Sisters so much. And now I'm watching Thousand Pound Friends. Have you guys seen Thousand Pound Friends? (gasps) Okay, if you're not on board with Thousand Pound Friends, it is essentially four, actually I think it's five friends. They weigh over a thousand pounds altogether. They're all like 450, 500 pounds. Um, And they are all trying to collectively lose weight. Vanessa is the absolute Runaway star of this. She's the new Tammy. She's probably the heaviest, Vanessa Cross. She's doing everything she can to, of course, stick to her healthy lifestyle. She's 441 pounds. It is so sad to see her life. Um, And her sister Jackie comes over. They go for breakfast. They eat, like, a full spread of donuts, pancakes. Her sister is, like, naturally thin. Anyway, these sister, these friends talk, you know, about everything. Their relationships. um, And, you know, Vanessa has, like, a very difficult story. Her husband died. You know, she's a single mom now. And Vanessa points out like she continuously, um, you know, loves donuts. She loves other food. She talks about how her family enables her, but she also kind of enables herself. So it is so juicy. I love it. It's TLC's newest show. It's on Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, if you're a fan. And I am a fan. It is so good. Okay, Vanessa's like the next person that I want on the show. Um, Lastly, people also said to me, we need an exclusive. Jerry Harris from Cheer has pleaded guilty to child pornography. You guys, I feel like this is really, really sad. And I do have an exclusive that's going to be coming up for you. Jerry Harris, you all know who he is. I did a whole review on season two of Cheer because he was featured before he was arrested. He's 22 years old. Um he originally had pleaded over a year ago not guilty to 70 felony 7 felony charges brought against him. But in a remote hearing last Thursday, he told the judge that he reached a plea agreement with prosecutors and was pleading guilty to two of those counts, which involved charges that he persuaded a 17 year old to send him sexually explicit photos for money and travel to Florida for the purpose of engaging in illicit sexual conduct with that 15 year old, the plea agreement um, after sentencing on the two counts, prosecutors would ask for the remaining charges to be dropped because he's been in jail over a year um, and it looks like he could be doing up to 20 years in prison. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, but people have said we need an exclu- exclusive. Well, um, Andy, who is the coach, you probably remember from Cheer, Andy Kos- Kosferent. I think I'm going to say it right, Kosferent. He was Monica's like assistant. He's actually going to be on the show next week. So I'm going to ask him all about it. You know, there was lots of rumors. Ladarius, who's on Cheer Did a live stream and Ladarius says that everybody knew about Jerry's alleged interest in younger boys, but no one did anything about it. He also alleges that Andy hooked up with um, somebody, a part of cheer, um, that Monica even said to one of the girls, you need to go and sleep with this kid so he'll come to Navarro. It's like Ladarius unloads it all. So I will have that guest on for you guys, 100%. Lastly, it's my hot take. Can everything not be a meme? Every, everything is now a meme. I swear to God, Two, three people lifted their leg up, like at the Super Bowl. You know, Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, like skipping. How I'm heading into Monday, you know? How I feel after I eat a cheeseburger with bacon. No, everything doesn't need to be a meme, okay? Every, and, I mean, honest to God, Eminem, like, you know, people, okay, Eminem was kneeling in solidarity for the NFL, and I saw people doing something like, Eminem kneeling, how I feel after I order a large pizza from Domino's. What? Like everything is not a fucking meme to be. People just are racing to put out memes. Now, did I race to put out that 50 cent joke? You better believe it. That and the Planet Fitness. I mean, Lindsay Lohan at Planet Fitness working out there is believable to me. Like that is like as Lindsay Lohan plots her comeback, I could see her at a Planet Fitness on pizza day, you know? But every, I can't stand after major events because people just everything they do. I mean, somebody swishing their hair, you know? How I feel when I'm talking to my mom after three drinks and four hangups? Huh? Not everything's a fucking name All right, I love you guys. Uh, You guys, please tell someone that has never heard about the Sarah Fraser show all about this damn show. I can't wait to share an announcement with you coming up on Tuesday. Andy C from Cheer is going to be on next week as well, and so much more. Love you guys. Bye, everybody.